Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, November 13th. We made it to the weekend. Hope you are making it through this week. It's been a rainy end of the week, which can be emotionally challenging for many of us. And so I hope that you're uh, pressing into the Lord and able to kind of stay on top of things as we come into this weekend. As we circle back to the weekend, I want to beat a familiar drum. If you have been uh, with these podcasts since they launched at the beginning or the middle of March, um, one of the things we talk about just about every Friday is the fourth commandment in the Ten Commandments. You guessed it, the commandment to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. And that idea of Sabbath is one that some have just kind of written off as an old covenant concept and one that, uh, that Jesus clearly pushed against. But as you look at the New Testament record, Jesus didn't push against the idea of Sabbath. He pushed against the regulations of Sabbath, the legalism of Sabbath. But the idea of trusting God in that seventh day and resting because of the way that we have been created, because of the way that God has created the world, is a vitally important command. And I would argue that it's maybe more important right now in this cultural moment than it's ever been, at least in recent history. Right now, we are bombarded with so much information Uh, I was in a gathering yesterday of pastors from around our district, and the question was asked, do you you read more often novels, blogs, or news? And the vast majority of us said, well, right now we read the news the most because there's so much going on in the world that we need to stay on top of. As pastors, it's important for us to know what's happening. And to some degree, that's true. I agree. I was one of those who said, I greatly prefer reading novels, but the reality is I spend a lot more time reading news right now than I spend reading just about anything else. The the challenge with the 24-hour news cycle and all of the information that's out there, whether you're on the right or the left or whether you're ambivalent or opposed to everybody that's going on, whether you are uh, COVID comfortable and think it's way too big of a deal or whether you're COVID anxious and concerned about rising numbers and all that's happening in the world or, again, somewhere in between, the problem is everything that we read and consume we actually can't do anything about. Like, just get a hold of that for a minute. You and I are spending hours of our days engaging in things that the psalmist says are too wonderful for us. What what he means is not that they're so wonderful, but that they are above our pay grade. They're just beyond what we're capable of, of doing. And Sabbath is actually a recognition of that reality. It's a recognition of the fact that so much of the world around us, while it appears to be within our control and appears to be something that we are responsible for, is actually far beyond our control. And the only reason that it appears that we're responsible for it is because God allows that responsibility. God invites us into the kingdom-making work that he is doing in the world around us. A clear example of that is in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, where uh, where Paul says that God sees us as his workmanship, his, his poetry, literally. 
and that he has created good works for us to do that we would walk into them. So even the stuff that we do, the responsibility that we're given, it's given to us by God, created by him for us. He's central, we're secondary. And six days a week, it's hard for us to remember that. Six days a week, we feel very central. I'm doing work that feels like I need to do it. If I don't do it, it won't get done. And at some point in time, it crosses over a mentality that begins to feel like if I don't keep the world spinning, we're likely to come right off this axis. (laughs) And while we know that that's ridiculous, it's what becomes our reality in small, insidious ways if we allow it. Sabbath, on the other hand, is an intentional stopping. It's saying for a 24-hour period, I'm not going to work. And instead of working, I'm going to pray, I'm going to worship, I'm going to rest, I'm going to trust. And I'm going to remember that actually God's the one doing the work, that actually God's in charge. The election result, it's God's. The impact of that election totally belongs to God. The spread or the the vaccination or the treatment of COVID-19 totally belongs to God. Whatever the situation is that weighs upon us, it's his, it's not ours. And so Sabbath is a moment where we stop and we rest and we trust. And the discipline of Sabbath, the weekly remembrance, is a reminder to us that the other six days he's in charge as well. And so the better we get at Sabbath, the more effectively we practice it with regularity as both a discipline and a joy, we'll find that we rest better because we trust more. We find that we're more productive in the six days because we know we're doing the work of God, that we're being invited into this grand narrative and that we don't do it with stress or anxiety because it doesn't actually depend on us. It depends on him. And so this weekend, can I encourage you to carve out some time And by carve out, I mean don't work at it. (laughs) Just stop for a period of time. And that may mean that this afternoon or this evening you need to do a little bit more work. One of the uh, great uh, interesting realities of those who practice Sabbath religiously, I'm using that word intentionally, uh, with, with religious regularity, is that the evening prior to Sabbath or the afternoon prior to Sabbath, depending on how they practice, is always a whirlwind of activity. In order to rest well, we have to prepare. And so take a few minutes, clean the house, get things set, deal with the things that are out in front of you, send a few emails, maybe pay a couple bills, and then determine that from here on out, the next 24 hours, I'm going to rest. I'm going to enjoy I'm going to read a book. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to engage the world around me. And in so doing, I'm going to trust that God's making the world spin. And so, brothers and sisters, my prayer for you as you go into this Sabbath 
day or into a weekend that contains a Sabbath for you is that you would truly be able to rest, that you would find yourself opening your hands and trusting God for all of the things that you actually can't control anyway, and neither can I. And so we rest. And come Sunday afternoon or Monday morning or whenever it is for you, we're going to pick it up again and we're going to step into it and we're going to do the work that God has called us to do. But we're going to do it in recognition of the fact that he's actually doing it. And so rest in him, brothers and sisters. May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ rest upon you, dwell deeply within you, transforming your hearts and minds and spirits that you would be increasingly formed into the image of Jesus. And may he flow from you to a waiting, watching, and needy world. Have a great weekend. I hope to see you Saturday night, 5.30 and 7.30, or Sunday morning, 8.30 and 10.30. There was space in all four of those gatherings, but particularly the 7.30 on Saturday is pretty open. So if you're not sure when to show up and you want to make sure you get a seat, 7.30 on Saturday would be a great time to see you. I hope to see you over the weekend or at least that you're able to tune in by YouTube. And I'll look forward to being back with you again on Monday morning. Grace and peace to you.